Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary in Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Hi guys, thank you for joining us again or checking us out for the first time. Either way, you know we are glad you are here. We have a great show for you. My guest in the ADD interview is a very funny comedian. It's my pal, Joe List. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week. 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our super fan shout-out is for Jason. Say hi to Jason, everybody. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. How you doing, man? What's up, Jason? Oh, okay. Jason, I want you to know that uh, Phil is not upset with you. I believe Phil's still upset with me. Is that accurate, Philip? I'm not talking to you, Phil. Yeah, okay. He's still, yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. All right. Phil is, no, no. Phil's got a little bit of, he's upset with me. I'll, Just I'll, a little bit. Yeah. And I, and, and, he, I, and I know he wants to discuss it because I have this. Listen to this clip. I'm not talking to you. All right. Is there something seriously wrong with you? What? Okay, and this is the next <laughs> this is the next podcast. Phil is still upset with me for ruining a lovely moment. By the way, as he scolds me with a mouthful of popcorn. I don't know if you guys Yeah, that. I heard that. He was mumbling. <laughs> yeah, listen. Okay, first of all, it was organic Trader Joe's popcorn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. These cigarettes are made out of granola. Enjoy. Good the kids. <laughs> They're good. I like puffing on them. Yeah, moron. All right. Yeah. I'm the moron. Yeah, so, okay. okay, so please tell everybody so Jason knows you're not upset with him and everybody else knows why you're upset with me. Okay. Okay, so Mark, Alex already knows about this. I'm watching the West Wing again because I have no life. We all agree on this, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's an endearing scene with Martin Sheen who's about to make the State of the Union speech, and he's got the designated survivor in the Oval Office, and he tells him 
if anything happens, A, B, C, and D. And then he goes, do you have a best friend? The guy goes, yes, sir. He goes, um, do you trust him with your life? Yes, sir. Is he smarter <laughs> than you? Yes, sir. That's your chief of staff. Illustrating the beauty of best friendship. And who did I think of? I thought of Adam, right? So what do I do? I stand up on my couch, like, and I get the iPhone and I rewind it and I tape it just like a director and I line it up and I sit down and I edit it and I send it to him, right? Just to illustrate, this is the way I feel about you because I do think he's smarter than me and I do trust him with my life, right? So I send them this very beautiful scene, half hour, nothing, hour, nothing, the whole day, nothing. Finally, I get a text back from him, like some other random thing. He completely dismisses the scene, right? Then I, then I text him. I go, hey, did you get the text? Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand it. And I, he bailed. He didn't even watch it. He didn't even watch the scene. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I was like, what is wrong with you, man? Okay, let me clarify something. Phil sends me a scene. No context, no nothing. Like, watch this, been thinking of you, thought of you when I saw this. Nothing. Just a random scene sent to me. And, and not even after an, an, a bonding moment. Like, he woke me up in the middle of the night. You got to come bail me out. I had to put up money for him or I gave him a oh kidney. Nothing. This is a random Wednesday. He gets all emotional. Yeah, the, the thing is, the message isn't even into this video clip until like 54 seconds in. Oh, my God. 54 seconds? Okay. What are you, you going to do with that time? You have no idea how long that is. I can't play the clip because <sighs> we don't have the right to it, but I, I made the clip. This is actually what he sends me with no instructions whatsoever. Listen to this. He shall, from time to time, give to the Congress the State of the Union and recommend to their consideration such measures as he chooses necessary and expedient. Then the other guy says, Sounds right up your alley, sir. Thanks, Roger. Knock him dead, sir. Martin Sheen says, Oh, Roger, if anything happens, you know what to do, right? I honestly haven't thought about it, sir. First thing always, national security. Get your commanders together. Appoint joint chiefs. Appoint chairman. Take us to DEFCON 4. Have the governors send emergency delegates to Washington. The assistant attorney general is going to be the acting AG. If he tells you he wants to bring up the National Guard, you listen to him. Okay, right away. Now I think we're under attack. This is what I think. <laughs> it, it's like Phil doesn't even know you. No. Because, Phil, I, I even know you can't send Adam anything longer than 20 seconds. He needs cliff notes or emojis. Oh, my God. Yes, 54 seconds before we got there. Now, I played that so you could see how long it was, and I'm pulling my hair out of my friggin' head. All right, you know what I sent? A beginning, a middle, and an end. No, no. I am a creator. I am a writer, and I have directed things. And if I just sent the part with the best friendship, that's your chief of staff. You wouldn't know what it meant unless there was an entry point. So I gave you a beginning, a middle, and just watch the clip. It's a minute of your life, you insensitive turd. Okay, listen to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a writer. I'm a creative. You're emotionally needy. Oh, my God. You're, that's where you're going? I sent you an endearing scene to tell you how much that I think you're smarter than me, and I'm emotionally needy? You should listen to me. I'm smarter than you. God, Mark, this is a guy. I bring him to see Titanic. Three minutes in. Get to the iceberg. That's him. <laughs> but get to the iceberg. I want to see the guy falling on the propeller blade. Okay. Enough so, of this bullshit. So he that's sent, you. Yeah, Mark, this is him yelling at me. If you would have sent the text and go, listen, I was watching this, I thought of you. I would have watched it. I was like, well, what does he want from me? No explanation, no nothing. Maybe it was what a mistake. I, what, what do I want from you? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What are you trying to communicate oh to God. me? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Take the time, get up, squint, take the thing for you. You squinted? I, I stood up. You know what I did for you? I had to stand up. I, I had to stand up. 
I did. I stood up. I know. Phil, a lot. I have no idea. I have to apologize. I had no idea the lengths you go to show your love for me. <laughs> I lined up the shot. I edited it. I did all kinds of things for that for you. Yes, honey. Adam, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Did you just do the thing that most of us do when we're busy and we get a text and it's a, it's a video mm-hmm. and you can see, you know, it's maybe a long video. I'll watch it later. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I have no time for this now. What is yeah, it? Yeah, you put it, see, he put it on hold. Phil, you, you didn't get the response you wanted, correct? I didn't get the response. I, you didn't even watch the thing to give me a response. <laughs> but, but you, you got to watch it first to give me a response. You didn't get the response you wanted in the okay. time that you, you deemed appropriate. Is that accurate? Okay. No, you know what's accurate? There's no, sorry, no defense here. There's no defense here. How, you can't how, defend how, your way out of it. I'm this. sorry, Mark has something to say. Yes, Mark. I'm sorry. All I'm hearing in my head as this is going on is da-dun-dun-dun-dun. The plaintiff, Phil Tag, is upset about a message he sent. The defendant, Adam Fura, has no idea what the message meant. They've decided to waive their legal rights and have their case decided here today in the People's Court. Yeah. See, I hear something different, Mark. Good. I hear a divorce court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's no, exactly no. right. And he's paying and he's paying me child support. You know why I'm paying you child support? Because you're a child. That's why. You use your oh, words. Whatever. You, you know whatever, what, man. You know it's so interesting mm-hmm. because see Adam, that's how you would send him a text. Mm-hmm. But see, Phil's not you. Phil is Phil. He's more visual, he's more sentimental. Sensitive, so, creative, juvenile, and undiagnosed with FCE. What? Yeah, is what FCE? he is. FCE? Yes. I, I, I looked this up to what? help you. Oh, no. Phil is undiagnosed with false consensus effect. What? Yeah. What? False consensus exactly. effect. It's a psychological yeah. syndrome. One sees his own behavioral choices, judgments as relatively common and appropriate to existing circumstances, while viewing mm. alternate responses as uncommon, deviant, inappropriate, and causes them grievance or offense. Are you okay. sure that's not an AME? What's an AME? An Adam makeup effect. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. You got the wrong initials. It's, it's two initials. BS. That's what it is. Look it yes. up. Google it. I looked it up. Oh, 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 oh. So how long did it take you to look that up, Adam? Was it more than 54 seconds? I did it in 10 seconds, and I was like, oh, I, I, I have the answer to the problem in less time uh-huh. than it took me to listen to the problem. Oh, my guy goodness. Spent, guy spends a day and a half researching what's wrong with me, but he won't watch a one-minute clip oh my of an goodness. endearing, beautiful scene. And, and this reminded me of our best friendship. And, and you know what? Here's how right you are, Adam. Mm-hmm. Here's how right you are in your defense. You drive all the way over to my new Hollywood apartment on Christmas Eve. I did. Because you knew, because you knew you were wrong. Admit no, it. I knew you were upset. That's why he came over. To yes, because you were upset. I, yeah, I was. First of all, I wasn't upset. I was no. Little, I was a little offended. <laughs> it, a little. Listen to this. Why were you offended all day? Why? Why were you offended all day? Because you're the tin man. You don't have a heart. Get to go. Get to go. Let's go see the wizard. <laughs> I gotta soak my head. I gotta wash all this offensiveness off me. I wash the offensiveness <laughs> off me. Stop eating the popcorn. I gotta take a bath to wash off your bullshit. Healthy popcorns, organic air pop. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You were offended. That's part of the, that's part of part of the syndrome that you have. This undiagnosed mm-hmm. syndrome, FCE syndrome that you have. Yeah. Well, Adam. a shower cures that. Just so you know. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Adam. Because you blame me for everything. I don't blame you for everything. Really? Exhibit yeah. A. I'm not talking to you. 
God damn it. What happened? Popcorn all over my rug now. Can you see what you did? <laughs> I did. I did. I'm all destroyed. I'm all destroyed. That is funny. That was a direct result of my, my upsetness and my being offended because of the shit that you didn't do. Yes, because oh you are undiagnosed goodness. with FCE. Well, why do mm-hmm. I picture both of you stamping your feet as you're talking? Hmm? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like apes. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, Phil, do you feel better knowing that what you have has a name and a protocol? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm not giving this any more energy. Okay, fine. Don't give it any more energy. Some people feel better when they're diagnosed with something. Joe List had OCD, and he actually needed the shrink to tell him that he had it to make himself feel better. Why don't you guys listen to this, and we'll see you on the other side. False consensus effect has been well-established in research. Believing that other people share beliefs increases self-esteem, so it makes us feel better about ourselves. You insensitive turd. (laughs) You're listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Y'all know these episodes are longer than 30 minutes, right? Right? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a very funny stand-up. Uh, his new special is called I Hate Myself and can be seen on Comedy Central's YouTube channel. He's also the co-host of Tuesdays with Stories with my pal and friend of the show, Mark Normand. He has anxiety, OCD, he likes junk food, and he married another comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my pal Joe List. How are you, baby? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Boy, you really summed it up. That was very concise. It was, that was my whole life right there. <laughs> there it was, right there. Well, it's it's we're open books, man. I mean, we just we take our lives, we put it in a blender, we try to make people laugh at, at, at our truth because uh, for some reason it, it's... It's healing for us and them, I hope. Right. Yeah, that's what I hope. I mean, I get plenty of people being like, you suck, you loser. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, what's wrong with you, you nerd? Uh, But then, you know, you get enough emails that are like, boy, that really helped. That was nice. Or I really related to this or that. And it makes it, you know, somewhat worth it, I guess. Yeah, I like you suck, you loser. I feel better about myself yelling at him. (laughs) <laughs> well, those are different people. Those are different emails. Uh, but, you know, it's probably a service to those people as well to get to get their anger out. On yeah. Me. I, I was just telling the story, though. You ever have 
where you're, um, you, you know, the comedy, you always want everyone to go. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I, yeah. that's like the goal. And I did a joke. I mean, this speaks to my mental health, I guess, but I did a joke that I thought was funny. I thought I was going to, you know, really get that thing that people, they think, mm-hmm. but they don't ever say it. And I was like, no, you know that feeling when you wake up in the middle of the night because you got to use the restroom, you got you to pee, mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there going, I should kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> it just got just zero. Like, people were like, what? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, nothing? Okay. Thought, All right. We found the line. <laughs> I was like, damn. Because I, I don't know about you, but, like, for whatever reason, like, I'm not a depressed guy. I got some anxiety. You know, I got my problems. But when I wake up uh, in the middle of the night, for whatever reason, I just have this dark thing. Oh, I don't yeah. feel that way in the morning. Oh, see, see, for me, Joe, it's the morning. I, I got a bit in my act. I wake up feeling uh, attacked, pissed off, and terrified. <laughs> I basically wake up in a Salvador Dali painting. That's, that's where I'm late, and the clock is melting. I wrote that bit because <laughs> I get up, and until the caffeine kicks in, I'm, I'm a terrified, miserable bastard. I don't know what it is. No, I guess I have the same thing. I'm very anxious. My wife and I talk about this because she's always jealous every day. She's like, you get up early. I'm so mm. jealous. You get out of bed early. And I'm like, well, it's because I'm having an anxiety. Yes. It's not yeah. I didn't I didn't sleep well. And I'm like, time to get after it. I'm literally laying there trying to fall back asleep. Yes. And my world is collapsing. Yeah, I'm so not I'm ambitious. Like, I'm terrified. <laughs> exactly. So. But for some reason, in the middle of the night, it's worse. I don't know why. I guess because it's dark or whatever. I'm alone because she's not. But I wake up and I'm like, ah, it's all. We're all going to die. Yeah. I don't know what it, I think it's when maybe. And I don't know if, you, if, if this is accurate for you. I think it's when you let go of everything, you're actually let going of the mechanism that keeps the fear at bay. <laughs> right, right. So now when you're asleep, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm restful, but I'm going to die. You know, there's that. And you have to actually go through that. I'm going to die to get back to another. Another uh, cycle of peace or, or rest, I, I think. I don't know. But that, that's what has been my experience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky. And uh, sleep is like that, too. I get so in my head about sleep that I'm like, I'm not going to be able to fall asleep. How would I fall asleep? I, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I just have my eyes closed. That's right. not anything. No. How is that? And, uh, and then I just get anxiety about that. It's, uh, it's a problem. But I've gotten better, believe it or not. I'm much well, better. Are you drinking? No, I, qu- I quit drinking years ago. Court order? No, it was, uh, it was, it was personal ordered, but, uh, I, I never had any trouble with the courts, which I was fortunate, but mm-hmm. that was, uh, it was just from pure luck. Yeah. Well, I quit. I didn't really quit. I calmed down a little bit cause I didn't sleep. It made this, my sleep worse cause I like bourbon and I still got a little bit of a little here and there. I, uh, I enjoy a little taste of Kentucky, but I didn't sleep well. The monsters seemed to be bigger when I was drinking. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I have a joke that it's another joke that doesn't work that great. I got a lot of bad jokes is what I have right that, now. But, Give uh, me all the shit that doesn't work on my show, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> um, but I know it kind of works occasionally, but I, I did have this actual thought where I was struggling to sleep. I was like, I got so much anxiety and I can't sleep. And then I thought, man, I used to be able to sleep. That was like a thought I had. I was like, I used to be able to sleep so well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, because I used to black out every night. <laughs> That's why I was sleeping. I'm like, and the joke is like, I used to be able to fall asleep while I was driving. Now I can't even sleep wow. in bed. But it was a real thought I had was like, man, I used to never have trouble sleeping. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, apparently, you know, 48 Captain and Cokes will help you doze off for a few minutes. Yeah. But well, it's not quality sleep, like you said. Yeah. I do have uh, one of your bits here about sleep. Uh, let's play this now. I have trouble sleeping at home, too, because I have anxiety. My same friend, he tried to help me with that. He goes, the key to falling asleep, he goes, you want to keep your body temperature cool. I was like, okay, that makes sense. 
Then he said, one way to do that, you can wear socks and gloves to bed. It'll draw heat to those areas and cool the rest of your body. I was like, nice. <laughs> I might try that. Or I might flick on the air conditioning. That might be another thing. I'll either wear socks and gloves to bed like I escaped from an asylum, or perhaps I'll turn on the ceiling fan. I might even stick my leg out from underneath the blankets. That's another way people have been cooling down for several centuries. <laughs> has, now, ha, has that helped at all? Have you tried that at all? I never actually tried that. I feel so bad because it was a guy, the guy that told me that advice is like a comedy club booker. And um, I was worried that he was going to see the bit and be like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. told you that. Yeah, because in the but moment he, you went, that's great. Can we talk about uh, maybe coming back in a couple months? <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I haven't heard from him about it. I hope he wasn't offended. But it was one of those moments, you know, as a comic, when someone's telling you something and they're trying to help you. But the yeah. whole time you're like, I'm going to really shit on this guy. Yeah, uh, I just, you sit there going, uh, this is, I can't. It's like when someone gives me directions, they think I'm listening and they're trying to help me. I'm like, yeah, no, no, got it. Thanks. Drive away. Going, I got nothing. Yeah, ex exactly. I... So, no, I haven't actually um, tried that. But the body temperature being cool, I mean, that I, I do sleep with a fan in my face mm -hmm. and turn the heat down. All right, now let me ask you this. Do you sleep with a fan because it's cool, or do you like the noise? Because the noise helps me. White noise I like me. a little bit of both. The noise, I need, I have, which I did a bit about in my special also, but I did, I have tinnitus. I think it's pronounced tinnitus. tinnitus. Some people say tinnitus. Tinnitus, tinnitus. Yeah. It's that ringing in I, your ear. Yes, exactly. So I need something so in the summer you get the ac going yeah, I, got winter, I need a, a noisemaker yeah it's brutal i mean it sounds like like yeah I, I, you know now, now i sleep best now because it's football season and i just put on a football podcast and hear grown men scream about a game i just watched and for some reason that's comforting yeah that'll put you to sleep yeah yeah that'll do it do they ever come into your dreams like are you ever oh yeah with, you know oh yeah they 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 come they, that's the other thing is like because sometimes the sound whatever i'm listening to is the soundtrack of of your right. dream, you know, and you you know I don't know how it gets incorporated, but it does. So yeah, many many a times I've been asleep uh, thinking, what the hell do the Jets have to do to get an offensive line? You know, <laughs> you know how many times I dreamed about a left tackle? <laughs> I mean, it's just terrible. <laughs> Are you a Jets fan? Did you watch that game yesterday? I oh my god, it. I I just stopped screaming ten minutes ago. <laughs> That was rough. I mean, I'm not. I'm a. I'm a New Englander, but I'm in New York, so that's the game I had. Yeah. And, uh, that was. That was tough. Oh, it was awful. So you're a Patriots fan? Yeah. Yeah. All right. The interview's over. Sorry. <laughs> I was just born there. I, at least I'm from there. This is what I always say. People are like, "Oh, I hate Patriots." I'm like, "Well, at least I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like some guy from yeah. you know Oregon who picked up the Patriots three years ago." Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I remember one in fifteen. The games were blacked out. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. It was Steve Grogan. Yeah, exactly. Grogan and Irving Fryer, and mm -hmm. it was great. All those, all those guys. I think that's where we met. We met at Thaniel Hall when I was playing Thaniel Hall, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. I opened for you there, probably like 05-ish or something, 04 maybe. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I said, man, man he, this guy's funny, but you got to... Oh, thank you. I remember thinking you were really funny, but uh, I got to tell him, take the shit out of your pockets. Yes, <laughs> that's right. You were, My pants were filled with you stuff. You were on stage wearing khakis, pleated khakis, so it looks like they were like expandable luggage. And you had, I, Joe, I was, you had your wallet in one front pocket, and then you had, it looked like a garage door open. I, had, I said, is this guy running away from home? I remember you were on stage with all your possessions shoved into your pants. 
And we were talking in the green room. And I said, man, you're funny. He goes, you got any advice? I go, yeah, take the shit out of your pockets. Everyone's, they're not listening to you. They're going, oh my God, is he homeless? He's got everything he owns in his pants. It's funny because I still think about that now. I still, I still take everything out of my, I put my wallet and mm-hmm. whatever it is, I, completely empty because uh, it is, it's very noticeable. And now I have like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a man with two pairs of jeans. I wear this. I mean, first of all, I haven't worn jeans since March, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but you know, I have like my dental floss is indented into my jeans pocket. So I'm on stage. <laughs> you can see like a little dental floss and a wallet all, you know, it gets like uh, built into the pants. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you were a kid and you had that one condom in your wallet, it was just a ring for your entire <laughs> year of high school. Cause you never used it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I did, by the way, I had a gig, last week which is like you know rare these days mm-hmm. and i put on jeans and i'm like i don't think we should be doing that i, I wore sweatpants for seven months straight <laughs> and i'm like this is, we gotta abolish jeans like what are we doing let's yeah. just make sweatpants the thing i walked around i've been walking around like in my house like in a robe like jimmy the chin working on an insanity defense <laughs> i'm just wandering around my house when i have to work i mean right you know right now when I, when I have to work now i got this little studio we're talking on so it's like i'm just trying to pump out content but, uh, yeah, I, I don't get changed. I, I actually go out of the house every day, Joe, because I have to. I have to go for my – I got to get out of here. I got to go for my – I call it my save my marriage walk. And I just yeah. go out so she has a break from me. Yeah, I'm the same way. I walk – I'm out all day. Not all day, but a lot, frequently. I, and one walk doesn't do it for me. I mm. go out in the morning before my wife's awake, and then we'll go for a walk together, and then I'll pretend I forgot something and go back out again. It's a lot. But I wear sweatpants when I walk around. I don't, right. I don't put jeans on for my neighborhood walk. Right. And do, so, you, do but, you go out, do you eat when you walk? For some reason, I always end up at a, at a supermarket doing the shopping, and I'll get something to eat, and I'll sit on a bench. But I always, if I go out, there's usually some kind of food involved. Is that, does that happen with you? Yeah, I do a lot of that. I'll, I'll go to Starbucks and get a tea and a cookie or whatever. I, it's, I got nothing else to do except, yeah. I just, I went to Chipotle, in the, I'm in New York, and I got Chipotle a burrito, and they have indoor dining, but evidently Chipotle doesn't. So they were like, yeah, right. you can't sit here. And so I was like, well, shit, I just got a burrito. I don't live in Manhattan. So I had to sit at a bus stop and eat a burrito. <laughs> and buses were, like, coming and, like, opening the door. And the bus driver would just look. And I was like, nah, nah I just, just, <laughs> just waving and chewing. <laughs> embarrassed. Like, there was multiple buses pulled up to pick me up. And I had to wave them off and be like, I'm just eating a burrito. <laughs> Everyone on the bus is pissed off at you. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, embarrassing. But I, I don't know why they're not open because you can eat inside. But, I, get, I mean, whatever, that's their... That's their choice or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, I like yeah. the fact that you like shit food. I just I think that's great. <laughs> Chipotle, by the way, is the healthiest thing I the get. Healthy, I get. The healthiest food you can get is yes, yeah, probably Chipotle. I get rice and organic chicken and some hot sauce and a little bit of cheese. That's not horrible. Mm-hmm. No, it's 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 not like you know Jacks where you like you want to drink the fry grease. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the the healthiest thing I'm doing, and I have a smoothie every day. I have like a big spinach blueberry situation. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that, uh, that explains the walk. <laughs> I got you a McDonald's bit here that makes me laugh. I want to play that one as well. It's hard to be healthy. It's hard for everyone. I'm, like, on the road all the time. I'm traveling, so it's, like, hard. Like, sometimes I eat McDonald's because it's the only thing open and also because it's my favorite restaurant. So <laughs> I was at McDonald's the other day. I was dining in. Um... <laughs> I love that line. It's funny, right? That's the term they use. You order your food, they're like, will you be dining in? Like, I'll be eating over there. I feel like (laughs) dining feels a little dramatic. I'm going to chew my food in the corner 
as fast as I possibly can in the hopes that nobody sees me. But I was, I was dining in and the phone rang while I was at McDonald's. That blew my mind. You guys don't even seem weirded out by that. Not my phone, their phone. Somebody called McDonald's on the telephone. I didn't even know they had a phone. The employees didn't know. They were like, what the hell is that sound? We have a phone? What? Who calls McDonald's? I'm like, what are you making, reservations? I asked the lady, I was like, what was that phone call all about? And she was like, it was somebody complaining about the food. That blew my mind even more. I didn't know we could complain at McDonald's. It's shit food, that's what you bought. That's a gamble. Imagine complaining to a McDonald's employee. Excuse me, my meal wasn't great? Yeah, my fucking life isn't great. Are you shitting me? Go to a real restaurant, asshole. I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's terrible, McDonald's. It's just, you know what they have? The, I used to like, well, the Shamrock Shake when we were kids, you would get a green shake. Oh, I never had the Shamrock Shake. never had the Shamrock Shake? Oh, it's very good for you. You have, no, a green, I... you have a green Shake, and the McRib always made me laugh because they have fake bone marks where this, this, this rib meat that they give you that doesn't resemble anything organic, this is where the bones would have been if this was a real animal. That's hilarious. Yeah. I never had the McRib. I never ventured outside of just like a, a cheeseburger, a double quarter pounder. That's it. And uh, a fry type of situation. But I, I stopped eating it for the most part. Occasionally now I'll go, which that it puts so much stress on. I'll eat McDonald's like once a year, maybe twice a year. But it puts pressure on because it's so bad for you. And I don't have it often that sometimes you get McDonald's and it really is bad. Like it's dry and, mm. and shit. And then you're like, damn, I just wasted my one McDonald's a year. But you can get a good McDonald's, usually in like the Midwest where it's old retired ladies that really put some care in there, mm. where it's juicy and, and, and delightful. But that's pretty rare, I think. Okay, Joe, it's shit, okay? I don't care where you go, it's shit. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's good for you in these places. I'm mm -hmm. just saying it's a little more uh, You can rationalize all the shit you want. No, it's the Midwest. These ladies seem to care. Give me two. It's shit, Joe. <laughs> All right, maybe you're right. That's fair. <laughs> Although I do, if I had to go, I was ahead of the curve uh, with uh, Taco Bell with the burrito shell because I used to get just get burritos and use them as, as dips. Uh, I would get the tacos, empty out the tacos, get a bag of Doritos, and then I would just use those as uh, as, as chips as to, to scoop up the, uh, the the taco guts. So I was ahead sure. of it. Yeah, because I was like, oh, this is great. I didn't think enough to make a taco shell out of it. But I, that's my fast food. If I, if I was going to throw it all away and, and sacrifice an organ, it would be for Taco Bell. Well, I never was a big Taco Bell guy. But no. And by the time I was, people were like, no, no, it's actually good. I was trying to eat a little bit healthier. I try to eat healthy-ish. I'm in mm. the neighborhood of healthy. Yeah, I, I, I married uh, my wife, and I just uh, the last thought I remember having was, mm, she's pretty, and then everything changed. I got you know organic food. I got all kinds of things that I didn't know were bad for me. You know, apparently cigarettes are, aren't good. <laughs> it is frustrating to talk any kind of food with people that are serious because anything is unhealthy. They're mm -hmm. Like, ah, you really shouldn't be eating uh, rice or yeah, you should. Oh uh, no, they got lectins in the brown rice. Going to put a hole in you. You get leaky gut. I'm like, do we? Are we supposed to be on this planet? Everything is supposed to kill me. What are we supposed to do? Yeah, I just, I don't understand it, and I, I mean, a lot of people talk about it, but I'm like, I just, I try to eat healthy, and I am starving 90 <laughs> minutes later. Yeah. I'm like, that's not, yeah. it, it's not, I can't do it. Yeah, I'll have a smoothie, I'm okay for an hour, and I'm like, I got it, just, just let me eat the powder, let me eat the protein powder, I need something. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm like a chicken parm with a rigatoni, like a, like a big, I need a big, mm-hmm. crazy meal at least once a day or like a full pizza, double yeah, cheeseburger oh fries. Yeah, oh God, pizza's been so long since I had pizza, Joe. That's pizza. no good. It's terrible, so. Your wife is, was health conscious. Your wife was the one that kind of said, put the McDonald's down, you a grown man. Yeah, she said, well, she doesn't try to um, push her will on me at all. She's just, you know, first of all, I've, I'm a little bit older now. So now my metabolism has slowed down. Now mm-hmm. I eat McDonald's and I'm like, oh, I can see it. The next day I can look and be like, there it is. It's yeah, sitting right there. It's right there in that part of my intestine. It's either that yeah. or it's a tumor. Exactly. Let's hope it, I it, pass it feels- this. I feel gross and, and, and I, you know, I'd like to live and feel good or whatever. Because when you're in your 20s, I would drink, I mean, literally like 15 Captain and Cokes, eat McDonald's twice in a day. Uh-huh. And then the next day, run. I'd go for a run or play basketball or whatever. And now if I have like six French fries the next day, I want to take my own life. But Yeah, I gained six pounds from this conversation, Joe. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. But I go home, my family all eats like shit. I mean, they're like, it's horrendous. So... But I, I use that as like health sometimes. I'm like, I look at my parents and they're in their 60s. I have young parents. They're in their early 60s mm-hmm. and they eat shit, but they, they're fine. They're still alive. So I'm like, all right. Okay, look, Keith Richards is still alive. I don't know how the hell that's going. So I'm not, I, I, I do half of what he did. I would have been dead 10 years ago. That's a good point. I think he got like a full blood transfusion at one point. Yeah. And so yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll buy my parents blood transfusions for Christmas. <laughs> but you married a comic. Yes, I married a comedian, and she's healthy. And it, it is a battle of like, do is she, is she influencing me with food to eat healthier, or am I influencing her? To okay, eat let's back poorly? up. You married a comedian, and she's healthy. No, she's not. None of us are. <laughs> she's physically healthy. She's I mean, physically mentally. That's better. Yeah, no. Me- mentally we're all nuts. Otherwise, we got nothing to write about. No, she's a mess. Yeah, but mentally. I love the fact that you and uh, Sarah Tolomash—that's that's your wife's name, in case you forgot. That's yes. uh, you guys did the roast battle. You did Jeff's show. And you battled yeah. each other, which I thought was great. And it, uh, the line that made me laugh was like, when Jeff asked you guys, you know, well, how come you guys decided to, to uh, battle each other? You went, money. We need the money. <laughs> <laughs> we need the money. I'm going to make fun of my people, person I love. Give me the cash. <laughs> it's true. It was one of those things where initially we said no. We're like, I don't want to do that. Right. And then you start going like, ah, it's, a, it's a free trip to L.A. And they put you in a nice hotel. I think yeah. it was the W or whatever. And then they give you like a thousand bucks each, you know, which I think might people might, I think I, I have this theory that people think like regular people think anyone on TV is getting paid like $25,000 to yeah. be there. Nah, nah. Cause they watch like a late night and it's like, it's Tom Hanks followed by Willem Dafoe. And then one of us comes out and they're like, Oh, they must all be wealthy and we're getting 800 bucks, but that's neither here nor there. But it was a thing of like, well, we'll go to L.A. We'll have a free trip and uh, yeah, maybe someone will see it and we'll, we'll get a thousand bucks each. Why not? And then uh, that's how it went down. Yeah. But it was, it was funny. And you and you guys were funny together. And I like the fact that you like we like we mentioned before, you talk about your lives and, you, and, and each and each one of you hit each other once. And you, your, your wife's joke <laughs> made me laugh. He goes, my my husband, Joe, has OCD, yet his dick is a mess. <laughs> I just thought that was- I thought that was great. Oh, thank you. How bad? And let me ask you this: How bad is the OCD? I don't, it's it's gotten better. I would say uh, a lot better. I don't have it as there's like different forms of. Some people have OCD where they drive and they think they hit somebody and they have to turn around and go back and check to see if there's a bloody lady in the road. I think that's that's delusions. I don't think that's. <laughs> 
I think it falls under the umbrella of OCD. Okay. Somehow. But I don't, I don't have that. But I have a lot of, uh, you know, twitchy things. I got to touch things and okay. step on the right crack and all that stuff and, and tap things. And, my uh, wife's got it a little bit. That's why I'm asking you how it manifests because my wife gets it. Um, she, I have, you know, my, my arm will twitch. Like I flex my arm a lot mm-hmm. and I'll see like a weird crack in the road. And I'm like, I got to go step on that in the center of my foot. And I'll go back and step it on it sometimes. And Joe, that could yeah. be a stroke. I'm just saying. You might want. <laughs> it's not great, but it has gotten better. I have to say. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, has it? And when did you? When did? Now you've been diagnosed. It's not like you think, you know, because I have ADD, right? And but I actually I got diagnosed with ADD. I have you know like halfway through the test they couldn't focus. The doctor's like, yeah, I think you got it. <laughs> well, I got diagnosed late. It was funny because I never went anywhere. I, no one ever gave a shit. I mean, I'm not that. Oh, I'm 38, but nobody cared about this stuff very much when well, I was. Nobody in, knew. Uh, nobody really knew. What? It was like you know, you know how you know how the people address my, in my family. You know, my father addressed my ADD in my family. Sit down, <laughs> Louise. What the hell is wrong with him? That's it. That was the medicine, Joe. Right. There was not nobody. No, yeah, nobody was like. Uh, People would say to me, "What's up with the blinking? You're blinking real <laughs> weird." And then I'd go like, and then I'd try to really like focus on like keeping my eyes, and it was rough. But um, so I went to therapy only for the first time, like four. Well, I went when I was younger, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But I went to a therapist like four years ago, and uh, we were I was seeing him for like four months, and I was like, "I gotta tell you, I also I think I have undiagnosed OCD." And he laughed out loud, and he was like, "Do you need somebody to tell you that you have OCD?" <laughs> And I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, because because people always say uh, it's uh, it's so self-diagnosed. People just claim they have stuff. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that guy. And then my therapist is like, you have OCD for sure. So don't worry about yeah, thinking you have it and you don't. Ha- you do. It's bad. Yeah. He's like, you're obsessive compulsive. And I was like, OK, great. And it actually felt good to have somebody be like, yeah, you, you have go. outside You've confirmation. Now there's a protocol to deal with it. And it, there is a kind of relief, like, okay, the, I'm, I'm not in the, I wonder, I'm in, this is what is. Right. And, and for me, I've talked about this before, too, with, like, anxiety, panic, all these things. Just knowing that it's a thing. Yeah. Someone's like, you have this thing. I'm like, great, because I thought I was, you know, dying. Of, I thought something was wrong with, I mean, something is wrong with me, I guess. But mm-hmm. I, I thought it was, I always say, I thought I had, like, Joe List disease. Like, nobody has ever heard of this. <laughs> And like I'm going to tell somebody, and they're like, oh, my God, bring in the team, get the cameras. This guy's got a weird thing. But it's just a thing that tons of people have. Yeah. And you do talk about it, so I want to play this. I'll tell you what's good about therapy. You get a diagnosis. You find out what's going on, like what's wrong. You know, it's like I have OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, which is fun. I like to say I have it. Some people word it differently. Some people will say this. I am OCD. You ever meet those people? <laughs> like, I got to go wash my hands. I'm OCD. That triggers my OCD. Because I'm like, you're not saying it properly. I guess it sounds normal, because you hear it, so it sounds normal. But watch me replace it with something else. I gotta go wash my hands. I'm genital herpes. See how that... <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you have genital... No, no, I am genital herpes. It's who I am. Call me Jen, for short. It's very serious. I claim this is my identity, yes. Oh, well, I mean, well, it's... I'm hearing this. I'm like, hey, this is a pretty good special I put together. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's available on uh, Comedy Central's YouTube channel. It's very, very funny. Um, and you are a funny man. And I like the fact that you mine 
your own life as I do. Let me ask you this. I know that we briefly chatted. I think the last time we showed each other was uh, we were shooting at the cellar. Yes. And that was the last time we caught up. And we were, uh, I know you meditate. Has you, have you found any, uh, has, has it helped you at all? Yeah, it's been extremely helpful. I've been meditating more during um, quarantine or pandemic, whatever we're calling it. Mm-hmm. It's like the most I've meditated because there's less to do. and I'm traveling a lot less, obviously. And uh, it's been like fantastic. I, I'm, I'm a, I got into uh, Sam Harris's app, Waking Up, the Waking Up app, mm-hmm. about like six months ago. And that's the best app that I've found for it. It's really, really great. And what do you like about it, if I may ask? Um, the app or meditation in general? Both, because I don't have an app. I just I started reading books and I went, look, I, I got to put this medicine down. I got to find something. So, yeah. So I, I got I got a million books. Every my house looks like a meditation library here, and the, the apps are fun because you know it, it's a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love it because it just gives me it allows me to first of all to take those ten or twenty minutes. I do it in the morning. Me too. And to kind of like calm everything like we talked about i wake up frantically and it definitely calms me puts me at ease and sort of sets the tone for the rest of the day and it, it has allowed me in all these moments of kind of losing my mind to be like these are just thoughts my thoughts are not reality yeah. and all that stuff i mean that's the biggest thing and, and it's been for me it's been a combination of therapy and meditation and all these buddhist books and podcasts is that basically that fear is just fear and my thoughts are not reality is like my main Mantra. Yeah, yeah. The, the thoughts to me. What uh, I had a uh, Michael Imperioli on the show, and he's a uh, a Buddhist in the Tibetan tradition, and um, we got into a conversation where if you you don't have to claim your thoughts, you just have to know that the mind makes them. It's like a stream. You're not going to stop the stream. You know, right. just you don't have to identify with the stream. And well, that helped me when I realized, well, this is just what the mind does. I'm not responsible for these thoughts. I'm identifying with the negative ones. And claiming that as my identity. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I, I, I've heard so many great analogies. I heard one the other day about thoughts. It's like if you sat outside on a city street and then everyone that walked by, you just claim them. I was like, oh, that's my person yeah. right there. Yeah. And that's, it, that's what it is. It's just things passing through. And to know from like a technical aspect that the brain's job is to solve problems. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't have a problem that it's facing, it'll create problems to solve, which is the function of the brain. And I think early on, a lot of people that get into meditation think the idea of meditation is to stop thoughts and to stop, but you can't, that's what the brain yeah. does. It's just to kind of recognize thoughts as thoughts. Yeah, that's that helped me a great deal. Once that, that understanding resonated with me, and it's not a thought that... Uh... That came to me. That understanding didn't come to me in the form of a thought. It's like I always, for me, the clarity is I'm cultivating a felt sense of awareness because you can't use the mind to solve the problems of the mind. Right. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah. Then you start getting into like the weird space of like duality. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Joe, because I think it's scary too to let go of those thoughts because that's the only form of identity you've had up until this point. So that's the courageous aspect of meditation is when people say you have to surrender, you have to you have to sacrifice yourself on the on the altar of awareness means whatever idea you thought you had of yourself, you're wrong. And I've been wrong many times, Joe, and it's felt just like this. Right. Yeah, it's strange. And I have also that classic comedian thing that we all have. I think that I'm like, if I stop being anxious or worried. Yeah. 
I won't be funny anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I'll just, I'm like, what? No, I, I listened to Thich Nhat Hanh and the Dalai Lama. They never say anything funny. They stink. Yeah. So you do have that kind of fear. I remember talking to Nick DiPaolo years ago and I was trying to, you know, calm him down. It didn't work, obviously, but <laughs> but I, I, he had the same thing. He's like, if I'm not angry, I won't be funny. And I'm like, but it took years of therapy for me to be like my therapist to kind of say, well, that's who you are. That's you. You are who you are. Mm -hmm. You're not going to cease to be funny. That's how you sort of communicate and create. But it's also funny because I'm like, when I'm most anxious, I'm never writing bits. I'm on the floor shaking and yeah, crying. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not like when I'm most creative, when I feel pretty good. So that's what I'm trying to do now. Yeah. And I think for me, what uh, what I had to unravel was the outcome is what I wanted. Making people laugh is when I felt best about me. And I was I was connected to something greater than myself. So how did I get here? Well, I'm anxious. I'm this. I'm this. In order to to keep recreating the outcome I want, I have to be aggravated and and worried and scared leading up to it. Right. So that's not that's not healthy and accurate. You know, it's just a, it just it's a again it's a thought. Yeah, exactly. And then even if I was the most productive or the most funny or creative when I felt anxious and horrible, what's the What's the use of that? I don't want to be yeah. creative if it means I'm completely miserable in my life. Yeah. So, um, so maybe I stink now. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there's people that there might be fans that are like, this guy sucks. Uh, he used to be great. But because you do worry about, you know, musicians and stuff that stopped mm -hmm. using and they're like, well, this album's not as good as when they were booting heroin. Right. Yeah. No, um, I, 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 I don't think you make you stink at all. I think you're very funny and very courageous. And this is one of my favorite bits of yours. I read this. Human beings have up to 70,000 thoughts a day. Did you guys know that? I thought it was like nine. I had no idea. <laughs> 70,000 is too many. I don't think I have 70,000 thoughts a day. I feel like I have four thoughts a day. They just repeat 70,000 times. <laughs> my four thoughts are, my parents going to die. I'm horny. Is that cancer? Is this funny? Those are the only four <laughs> thoughts I ever have in my life. Now, you know why? Because you're a comic, my friend. And you're a very good comic, and I'm so grateful you made time for us today. It's Joe List. The special is called I Hate Myself. It is on Comedy Central's YouTube channel. I highly recommend it. It has one over 1.8 million views, and all those people can't be wrong. Joe, thanks for spending time with me, baby. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. This is really fun. Be well, my friend. Best to you and the family. Thank you. The ADD interview is brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, let's say during the course of human events, someone you love inadvertently hurt your feelings. How are you going to deal with it? I got to soak my head. I got to wash all this offensiveness off me. All right, you could do that, or you could take one of the gummies they have at cruiseintowellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, pet products. They have a foot mask. Yes, and use the coupon code ADAM and take off 20%. 20% off anything they have at cruiseintowellness.com. Go, feel better. Hello, I'm Joe List, and that was 30 Minutes I'll Never Get Back. I had fun talking to Joe. Oh, man, is, he is funny. Yeah. He is a funny guy. That was great. Yeah, it seems like you guys had a lot in common and a lot to relate to. Yeah, we we, uh, we both have a friend, I think, that's undiagnosed. And, and why? <laughs> <laughs> you know see, what? See, I'm very I'm very happy for Joe. I'm very happy that he got diagnosed with whatever he's got. I'm, I'm happy that he arrived at that. Mm. That, however, does not pertain to me and my situation with you not watching shit I send you. Hold on one second. 
FCE, and deep in denial. Yes. <laughs> All right, I got it. I like how you make yourself the expert, Adam. I didn't make myself an expert. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm an observer. I'm just reporting back. I'm not an expert. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a witness to it. Mm-hmm. You hold yourself accountable to nothing. What? Just say you were wrong. You didn't watch it. You're insensitive. Can't you just say that? No, I wasn't wrong. I didn't watch okay. it. At wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Thank you. That's, that's not, all I wanted to hear. That's not wrong. That's having shit to do. <laughs> okay. But but you took a day and a half to research what's wrong with me. But you did that even though you had shit to oh, do. Oh, it was longer than a day and a half. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. So you devote your time to that, but not the 54 seconds. Whatever, man. I just thought the dude was really funny. I love the interview. Me too. I thought he was I'm, great I'm, too. I'm gentle to herpes. Call me Jen for short. I love that. What? Yeah. <laughs> that was hysterical. It's a great line. Yeah, it's a great was, line. That was funny. So, yeah, but he felt better when the guy said, yes, you have OCD. Yeah, give it a name. I think anytime you can you can give something a name, give it a face and be like, now I can deal with it. I yeah. always yeah. think that that's a huge part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you name your monster. Yeah. 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 My monster's name is Phil. My monster's <laughs> name is Adam. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Honey, and I, I thought of you because you have a touch of the OCD. <laughs> yeah, I I do. I like things clean, mm-hmm. and so I can't go to bed unless something is clean, like, you know, sink is clean mm-hmm. or something's clean, so I have to do it, even if I'm dead tired. Yeah. Or, like, a, if I start, if I see something in the shower that needs to be clean, I'll clean the whole shower. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You have it with the lights, too. Um, What do you mean? You have to have lighting at a certain thing. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Is that OCD? Uh, whatever it is is something I got to do. I don't. That's just that's yeah. just mood. No, I think that's just mood. Well, it, it's something where I, if I think of something, mm. I obsess about it and have to do it. And in t- unless it's done, right, I, I can't relax. I understand. I need mm. I need you to focus on saving money. <laughs> I need you to focus on making money, Adam. You're damn right. <laughs> Make it. That's what I'm trying Use to your do. Money maker, there you Adam. Go. That's what I'm trying to do right here. There you Not go. a friggin' there dime you from go. you people. Uh-huh. Let's go. <laughs> Phil's got a little bit of the cleaning OCD too, especially when I come over. Dude, what are you doing? Dude, what are you doing? Phil, I'm cooking. Oh my god, there's heat, there's boiling, there's things in my kitchen. Yeah, well, because you don't, because when you cut stuff, it's all over the place. It's, it's, it's stuff all over the floor. That's just you being a slob. Mm-hmm. I, I just, the, 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 my reaction is always to clean when you leave. That's not OCD. That's just damage control. Yeah, that's damage exactly. control. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Maintenance. Yeah. But okay. I have the same thing. Like, I ha- I can't go to bed if there's dishes in the sink. I, sometimes I leave dishes in there just to leave them in. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to do this tomorrow <laughs> and it's a great liberating feeling now the only thing that sucks is when you wake up you're like yeah it's just staring me in the face i gotta deal with it but i i'll make a conscious decision sometimes like yeah no i'm gonna do that later yeah, yeah I, i'll be honest with you you got i'm glad i don't have you you guys have i went i went into high semester with no sheets i was fine I know, that's disgusting i don't even <laughs> want to think about that adam i was fine i had a winter coat and a pillow i was fine that's really <laughs> <laughs> I liked how you guys talked about, too, you didn't want to really do meditation or help yourself because you thought you wouldn't be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're afraid of it. You're, fr- you're afraid of learning stuff because you, you didn't want to screw up what you had. It's it's fear-based bullshit, but it's common. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. You don't want to well, tinker too much with your mechanisms. But whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. Adam, I need to give you credit. What? Because you were so far ahead of the curve when it comes to fast food. You were creating the Doritos taco shell 
that Taco Bell ended up coming up years later. You were doing that way before they decided to do oh. it. There you go. Oh, that, my gosh. That. He's genius at that. Yeah. That's if genius. I only knew how to cash in. No. <laughs> dining with Adam is insane. Mm. It's like a moosh-boosh marathon. And a moosh-boosh. <laughs> yeah. But you do have to have the right ingredients because if you don't, if you if the cupboard is bare, he'll come up with stuff, but it might not in your brain. You're like, no, you can't eat that with that. Mm. But he puts the weirdest stuff together, but it's on a like a like you build it like a building. <laughs> and then you taste it and you're like, you have to have a little bit of this flavor with that flavor. He's genius at it. Yeah, it's like my eating with me is like it's like an episode of Chopped. You know, we have yeah, it is. I got half. I got jelly beans, half a head of lettuce, and a human finger. All right, make something out of this. That's the kind of stuff we ate when we were high. (laughs) That's how Adam eats. Yeah, every day, (laughs) like he's high. Yeah, Yeah. which is kind of fun. Yeah, you know, What, what can we make out of this? That's what happens. I do notice you need a crunch. Yeah, you need texture. Yeah. Yeah. He, I'll he tell you this, though. I'll, I'll give him credit, too. Whatever he makes, it's good. Yeah, yeah. it is good. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. You have that talent. Mm. That combination of lettuce, a human finger, and jelly beans mm. is already better than anything I would ever eat at Taco Bell. Because <laughs> that stuff is dreadful. No, Taco Bell, that's my, yeah. That's if I'm going to throw it all away, that's what I'm going. I'm getting Taco Taco Bell's your go-to? Like, uh, your cheat? Like, okay. Because you don't eat fast food a lot. No, I, all, I don't right? eat it. I don't eat and, and, and I love it. Oh, it's my cheat day. Oh, okay. So your heart <laughs> disease knows it's Thursday and this is okay. <laughs> that's it's such yeah. To me, that's such bullshit. I don't eat it at all, but I, I like tacos. So if I was going to throw it all away, it's either pizza or taco. Yeah, I would guess pizza or tacos for yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do the pizza. I do the pizza, man. See, I'm, uh, that's that's my thing. I, yeah, do, but... I do chocolate croissants. Yeah. And I know where to get them, too. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, he knows, hey, if he gets me a chocolate croissant, that's a good day. Well, Mark, you ever have a Krispy Kreme donut right off the press? No, I was born in Boston, okay? We uh, choose Dunkin' Donuts. Krispy Kreme is heresy. <laughs> <laughs> I really, actually, I don't even know how I can continue talking to you people right now. <laughs> but no, I remember when I came down here, there was a Krispy Kreme on Route 1, and you would, and you could smell it like mm. five miles away. And you're like, well, I, I know I'm not supposed to like those, but man, I could eat about 40 of those right now. Yeah. You know, when I was living in Paris, I was living on top of a bakery. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, my goodness. Uh. <clears throat> That smell, yes. just like in the cartoon where you see the smell, right. yeah. it just went yeah. like right under my nose. Yeah, you couldn't. You, you, had, to like, <laughs> you had to stop in. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> who's perfect I'm, every I'm morning?" The, that smell. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna guess the bakery Addiction. in Paris is better than any Dunkin' Donuts I've ever been to. It was pretty yeah. nice, and you know, you, I could go down in my robe. What? <laughs> what are you, me? <laughs> oh, that's bonjour, great. mademoiselle. Mademoiselle Alix. Oh, hey, yeah. 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 There you go. That's great. <laughs> it's Fiddle Tag in Zero. That's great. It's you and Jimmy the Chin. What does that mean? Jimmy the Chin was a guy who lived in the village working on a psych defense, so he'd walk uh, around in his yep. robe. Yes. Well, yeah. Make him believe Uncle he was Junior. crazy. I think I looked a lot cuter. Yes, you With are. a name like Jimmy the Chin. Yes, you are. Goodness. I want to thank Joe Liss for being on the show. Uh, you can check out his special I Hate Myself on uh, Comedy Central's YouTube channel. His podcast, Mindful Metal Jacket, is a lot of fun. Check him out on social media. Honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go? The Adam Ferrara at Gmail. 
And if you get a chance to leave us a review, it helps us with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. Uh, the show is growing, and it's all because of you. I want to thank you guys so much uh, for all the love and support. Uh, and please remember that life is hard. Take it easy on yourself. The pot is ended. Don't peace. God, th- Mark, this is a guy. I bring him to see Titanic three minutes in. Get to the iceberg. That's him. <laughs> but get to the iceberg. That friggin' movie was longer than the cruise itself. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.